Gentlemen, tuan-tuan dan puan-puan sekalian Selamat yeah. kembali Selamat datang ke episod kita Yang ke berapa saya dah tak tahu What's interesting is Ini sudah tentu Episod ke 46 atau 47 macam tu Sebab um, we, we did some episodes with Wina And yeah. so that there's, there's a total of 3 episodes there Which will be uploaded uh, Kalau sekarang by now It has uh, already been uploaded The time of recording not yet But the point is <laughs> we, we have only 3 or 4 Until episode 50 So saya pun macam It's pretty dumb It's pretty Yeah man It's a pretty big number So And you have been involved For a number of episodes So Thank you Once again for your time Ezah Mahmud Yeah <laughs> Hi everyone Assalamualaikum Waalaikumsalam Selamat sejahtera Selamat sejahtera Kepada anak-anak Saya tak ada adinda Lebih kurang Adinda Adinda di bumi sebelah sini di bumi sudah sana di Cardiff in Wales yeah. Wales uh, the stereotype I remember English people have of what the Welsh is that they like to shag the sheep so I you know um, I'm just wondering whether you can actually verify for us sekarang ni sama ada orang yang ada di negara Wales ini uh, sebenarnya mereka masih suka ber Asmara dengan uh, kambing biri-biri ataupun adakah itu sebenarnya tidak benar macam mana Nisa? Oh wow saya <laughs> 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 tak tahu macam resto saya duduk kat Cardiff yang memang tak nampak langsung <laughs> uh, ship tetapi kalau macam naik train uh, ke area macam Tree Forest ataupun neighbouring neighbouring outskirt banyaklah kambing tapi <laughs> setakat ini saya memang berdoa untuk tidak bertemu dengan situasi <laughs> Eza, saya juga saya saya juga berdoa uh, bahawa awak tidak bertemu dengan siapa-siapa yang berfikir atau akan beraktivitas secara begitu kerana ini ni ni. But um, interestingly, uh, I am hoping that the same thing will not be seen in Fifty Shades of Grey. Alright, um, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. So I don't know whether sheep shagging is a part of it, but we we don't know and we probably will not know at least. Uh, we in Malaysia sebab the film has been banned right yeah. so the film Fifty Shades of Grey at this point of time in, in recording history so to speak has been banned in Malaysia um, in Cambodia oh I tell you <laughs> I forgot to introduce the episode to the listeners so they're only macam ah they're only cakap apa ni alright hi guys <laughs> welcome to the conversation uh, pada hari ini dalam episode ini kita akan berbicara mengenai beberapa buah berita beberapa isu yang berkaitan dengan Malaysian cinema okay um I we just want to do a light episode nothing too heavy so it's just a kind of reactionary episode di mana kita akan memberi pendapat yang harap uh, saya harap sesuai dengan isu-isu tempatan ini uh, salah satu isu ini adalah seperti mana saya telah maklumkan tadi filem Fifty Shades of Grey yang telah di telah di ban atau tidak ditayangkan di uh, Malaysia dan juga Cambodia alright betul so uh, <laughs> it, it is not banned in Singapore okay yeah. um, but it will be given a very strict rating R21 okay uh, given by the country's media regulating body um, MDA alright yeah. and this is a very 
interesting thing sebab saya tak pernah dengar di mana-mana di dunia, di dunia ni di mana dia orang ada sertifikat yang lebih uh, certification yang, yang lebih tinggi daripada 18 so what yeah. R21 in in Singapore right um, and it says it basically means that the film contains mature theme and sexual scenes and only those age 21 and above are permitted to watch the film in Singapore, okay. Uh, the the local censorship board in Malaysia. We will go back to Malaysia. Um, they deem the content unsuitable for Malaysian audiences, right? Because apparently it is more like pornography than a movie, and apparently it is also banned in Indonesia. So there's a lot of places in Southeast Asia right, where we, the people of ASEAN, sebenarnya harus di pertahankan maruah kita dan dan dijaga pemikiran anak-anak muda supaya tidak berfikir bahawa um, sadomasochism adalah satu cara yang bagus untuk dinikmati apabila kita berasrama sama ada dengan kambing biri-biri ataupun dengan manusia lain what uh, is not banned over there in Cardiff I think, right? Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> okay, what 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 yes. what has the reception been to that movie over there? I know it's a sexual movie and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and over in 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 England and Wales and the United Kingdom, um, mm-hmm. where you're based at, uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a more open society. It's not completely open, all right, but it's certainly far more open compared to Malaysia. Okay. Yeah. What has the debate or the discussion um, been like about this film for the people over there? Well, obviously, in class, we did talk about it. <laughs> and it, it looks like everyone's anticipating it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I guess it's satu cara marketing juga. Sebab, oleh sebab, um, saya rasa pembaca buku ni, maksudnya buku ni antara buku best-selling, Um, yang ter- terjual berjuta-juta kopi dan antara buku erotis pertama yang saya kira uh, best selling lah sebelum ni mungkin ada macam romance section punya book uh, dekat kedai-kedai buku dia macam buku yang macam orang tak orang tak pergi sangat ke orang tak baca sangat ke ataupun ada certain-certain audience yang suka baca tapi itu adalah macam impak yang diberikan uh, the overwhelming exception and anticipation that, that the book has created to this film and ya yeah, semua orang macam nak tengok sangat and it's like a okay satu lagi kat sini macam kalau saya subscribe ke newsletter untuk uh, Amazon atau eBay atau uh, yang online shopping kat sini semua macam oh 50 shades of <laughs> Like, contohnya macam 50 shades of uh, Apa yang tu lah, baju Kind of thing lah, macam Semua nak adapt, semua nak ambil um, Tajuk 50 shades tu Dan dia dah menjadi Satu bentuk fenomena yang saya kira Memang Entah semua orang excited macam tu. Tapi pada saya yang Membesar dan dilahirkan di Malaysia Dan saya kira tak pokok. Saya saya boleh tengok banyak lagi cerita lain yang lebih menarik insyaallah. Okay, tak apa. This is a very yeah. interesting stance that you yeah. have taken. Actually, you have written about this, right? Um on your blog, you actually yep. talked about or you wrote about rather how 
awak tidak menonton sebuah filem yang ditayangkan dalam kelas kerana isi kandungan filem tersebut bagi awak tidak begitu uh, tidak begitu sesuai alright uh, shall we say that um, first of all what what film did you watch Num- uh, or did you not watch right what 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 film was screened in your class and number two um, can you tell us a bit more about that about this whole thing is is you know um yeah what well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh okay um untuk uh, last term waktu saya sampai-sampai saya ambil satu subjek diberi nama uh, documentary history and theory bila mana kita akan uh, kaji uh, jenis-jenis documentary and obviously akan tonton dan berbincang mengenai dokumentari dan uh, pada satu minggu tu Lecture saya pilih satu dokumentari untuk ditayangkan uh, di bawah topik uh, ethnography. Uh, ethnography ni is like a study of um, ethnicity ataupun um, like the traits of a particular group of people lah macam tu boleh cakap. And apa yang menarik, dia pilih uh, filem yang ditayangkan. Hari tu adalah filem sebuah dokumentari dari uh, Finland. Uh, dan bila mana dekat Finland ni ataupun I'm not sure dekat Finland sahaja atau memang di negara Eropah kita kaji lagi uh, se- memang kaum lelaki suka untuk ber- bukan tapi dalam filem ni kaum lelaki lah ditonjolkan bahawa uh, filem eh bukan filem pada waktu lapang dia orang suka duduk dekat dalam sauna sauna ni bukanlah macam kita kena pergi dekat satu-satu tempat no it's like a dia macam toilet kecil yang kita buat dekat dalam rumah ataupun dekat um, garage ke yang memang ada batu panas kan lepas tu kita macam buat pula it's, it's a sauna and uh, selalunya dia orang akan it's, it's not just go alone in the sauna they'll be, they'll be going in macam ada dengan kawan ataupun dengan uh, pasangan suami isteri tapi anak beranak ke adik beradik macam tu lah and usually bila kita dalam kisah ni lah dokumentari ni dia di dalam bila kita dah dekat dalam sauna kita mudah untuk meluahkan perasaan hmm. apa yang terpendam sebab macam lelaki selalunya macam tu uh, very control hmm. and tak tahu dalam kisah ni lah lelaki masculine yang tak 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 ada masalah ok je hidup dia dalam tapi kat dalam sauna ni dia cara direction dokumentari ni ialah dia orang memang meluahkan hmm. uh, rasa yang terbuku ada tu macam anak dia tak nak jumpa dia lah lepas tu macam suami dia uh, suami dia pula mana <laughs> suami dia lelaki uh, isteri well it can be macam, both nowadays you know you never know yeah in case tapi dalam watak uh, saya sebut spesifik lah mengenai watak dalam hmm. dokumentari tu dan uh, semua ni saya dapat daripada perbincangan yang kita kita orang buat selepas tengok dokumentari tu okay. uh, Ataupun it's a, like a seminar session Sebab saya tak tengok langsung dokumentari tu Oleh <laughs> Yang menariknya ialah <laughs> uh, Subhanallah uh, Oleh sebab semua orang dekat dalam Sona Jadi semua orang tak pakai baju hmm. Lelaki yang tidak berbaju Dan tanpa seurat benang pun Lepas okay. tu <laughs> Alright sebentar eh. um, Tajuk dokumentari tu apa? Ah, Saya tak sure Saya pun tak uh, Kalau kita google <laughs> Naked <Dok>. Finland documentary eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finland sauna Finland Sauna documentary Kot Oh memang ada Google search ni <laughs> That might be it 
Okay, Mistrin yes. Goro, Steam of Life. Well, that seems. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is the. Okay, all right. Well, we'll okay, just we'll just post a link to it on, in the show notes. Okay, all right. Continue. Yeah. Um. So basically, everyone is naked, and oh my god, <laughs> oh, what is this documentary about? It's the Barbuchiri direction. Uh, sorry, description. And uh, jadi bila dia close up ke muka, bolehlah saya macam tengok sebab kat muka dia kan tapi bila dia bagi oh subhanallah I'm blushing tapi kalau dia bagi like white shot mm-hmm. nampaklah segala-galanya okay. <laughs> dan saya kira macam oh, astagfirullah istifah je saya dalam kelas tu lepas right. tu oleh tu saya, saya tak tengok langsung lah saya buka saya punya iPad baca nota untuk kelas tu untuk tutorial nanti kita akan bincangkan Lepas tu nak jadikan cerita Maklumlah bila kelas tutorial je It's a two way conversation Or it's a two way thing Where lecture nak pendapat semua orang hmm. Semua orang kena bagi pendapat mengenai film tu Bila sampai je dekat uh, turn saya Saya hmm. macam oh um, Sorry sir I am I, I don't know what to say I don't really watch it Because he sound, he sound very interesting and enthusiastic I'm like, And it's like oh really that's different sir Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't really understand it because it's not in English. It's in Fin Finnish. Yeah. It's yeah. In, yeah, and 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 the subtitle is English, obviously, and it's like on the lower part of the screen where, ah, kalau saya cuba untuk baca baca subtitle tu pun saya tak boleh baca subtitle tu. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sebab semua orang tak keluar pun daripada itu Saya macam tak apalah Saya lepak je dalam ni Ada kerusi Sedang kelas Saya baca dalam nota hmm. And Waktu dalam kelas tu Saya explain lah Saya cakap it's not modest It's not from It's not what I believe in And Not in It's 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 wrong hmm. And Yeah it's just not right hmm. Because it, As a Muslim um, It's it's something that You're Your private part should be covered hmm. from all everyone. Right. Uh, and yeah, so it's like that. And you said, oh, okay, it's nice to listen to um, a different um, point of view. And usually people just say, oh, they like the film, they love the film so much. It's like so different. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Macam tu lah reaction saya kat dalam kelas tadi okay. tu. How, how, <laughs> do you, how do you feel about your lecturer's reaction? I feel it's, it's very, very understanding and I respect that he reacted that way. Hmm. And I guess because he 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 has um, some understanding also because sebelum ni dia ada buat, uh, dia ada cerita lah yang Uh, he has a lot of film uh, filmmakers friend yang buat uh, documentary mengenai Islam, mengenai Palestine, mengenai konflik yang berlaku dekat um, the Arab country. So he's like, and he's an editor, so he edits those film and he hmm. understands that it's, you know, it's it's not what Muslims supposed to watch or stuff like that. So yeah, he's very understanding and mashallah, I I am very um, I felt not secure. I feel like it's a relief that he understand. 
Okay, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I know how you feel. I wonder, um, you're my former student. I'm your former lecturer. Um, was there any point in time in my class? And you can be honest now because it's just, you know, it doesn't really matter, so so to speak. But was there any point in my in my class that you felt, um, well, not relieved, so to speak, macam apa filem yang saya tayangkan mungkin tidak begitu sesuai atau bahasa yang saya gunakan mungkin tidak begitu ini do you think it's important for lecturers to take that into consideration in that way what what was it like in my class saya pun macam banyak dah tak ingat dah <laughs> oh to be honest i love your class mashallah it's one of the thing that i look forward and will always remember Um, really? To, to be Why? <laughs> I just tell a lot of lame jokes. Hashtag, I love because it's my class. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. Um, but yeah. Okay. All right. Um, the, we, we better move on before before this sounds like, uh, you know, um, a podcast where I'm just glorifying myself. Because uh, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to do. But no worries. All right. So that's um, Mr. Gray, who you will not be seeing in Malaysia or Indonesia or Cambodia, for that matter. Yep. So, yeah. But someone um, who we have a tendency of seeing is Encik Fazal Hussein. Yep. That's very true. Alright, um, he's acting in a new film called Wudang Kubo. That mm-hmm. is a film directed by Era Rahman, who, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not such a big fan of her. I rasa macam film dia banyak diambil jalan cerita daripada film lain. Uh, wow. So, it's, it's, it's not really a, a, a new thing, but we'll, we'll be discussing a bit more of that later on. So basically he said that he wants to direct a film. Okay, Fazal Hussein dia kata dia nak menjadi pengarah filem. Uh, but unfortunately sampai sekarang beliau belum berpeluang untuk mengarah mana-mana filem kerana schedule dia sangat sibuk. Right. What do you think about about that? Uh, kalau ada filem yang diarahkan oleh Fazal Hussein, will you go and watch the film? Yes, of course. Why? <laughs> I mean like I um To be honest, I'm 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 not a huge fan of Faisal Hussein, but I grew up watching him in Sembilu and what other films like drama. He well, was in Sembilu. Sembilu, yeah, he's from Sembilu. The drama yang kat TV. Oh, okay, in 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 TV. TV. <laughs> uh, I grew up watching it with my mom. Love the 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 you know the drama. So, tengok je lah. And uh, lately, saya <laughs> lebih kenal dia dengan watak dia dekat dalam bunuhan and and, and bunuhan <laughs> bunuhan je buku ditulis oleh dia dan saya rasa satu kalau macam kita nak tengok baliklah kepada um, pelakon yang mengambil inisiatif bukan inisiatif lah mengambil satu leap of um, leap of faith a leap of in, from transitioning from actor ke director dah meluas dekat um, Hollywood ataupun di bumi um, di, di negara-negara dekat area sini dekat US and UK mm-hmm. contohnya contoh yang paling obvious uh, kita ada tiga like A-list actor and actress yang memang khusus untuk direct film yang paling baru sekali Angelina Jolie dia direct Unbroken Alright. and 
Ben Netflix pun dah menang award uh, untuk filem dia. Hmm. Are, uh, you know, so, macam George Clooney pun dah direct The Monuments Man. Yeah, And yeah. Itu saya rasa macam yang menariknya adalah bila kalau saya tengok interview yang dia buat mengenai Unbroken, uh, bila ditanya kepada para pelakon macam mana direction atau macam mana bernaung di bawah pengarahan Angelina Jolie. Semua semua komen macam oh because she's a she's from an acting she's an actress so she understands how or like how she wants to be directed so she actually give macam the freedom also to the actor to come with ideas and I think all of the directors do but because we, when you you were you were an actress or an actor you have you you were in the same wavelength of the one that you will be directing. Hmm. So I think it's a good approach and we always welcome people yang nak asyik, contribute to making films. Hmm. So go Faisal Hussain. Yes. Yeah. Go Faisal Hussain. I <laughs> agree with you to a large extent. I think even more so in Malaysia mungkin mm-hmm. uh, berdasarkan pengetahuan kita lah right? pengetahuan saya uh, sudah tentunya. Di Malaysia saya rasa macam banyak pengarah filem titik permulaan mereka dalam industri perfilman di Malaysia adalah sebagai seorang pelakon ataupun seseorang di depan kamera lambat laun there comes a time when they are macam graduate uh, to the director's chair di belakang kamera right so it seems like a very natural process so to speak what kind of film do you think Faisal Hussein will direct <laughs> I I don't think he will do the um I mean for I don't think he will do the uh jangan pandang belakang kind of films. I don't think he will do horror. I don't think he will do the the, the scenario kind of films either. Um drama, um thriller, romance. What what kind of films do would you like to see him direct or do you think he will direct? Drama definitely. Mhm. And action thriller. Action thriller. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah action thriller. Okay. It's interesting because he looked like a career in a way that his personality and bukan saya personally kenal dia tapi kalau kita tengok cara dia berlakon dia ada dia dia macam eh, main-mainan tetapi hmm. like younger version saya rasa oh oh that's that's ah, I tell you what I think that's a very interesting way of describing him saya setuju <laughs> saya setuju <laughs> yeah. alright Okay, so that's Fazal Hussein wanted to be a director. Um, I mentioned earlier about film Era Rahman um, based on the films that I've seen of her. Um, how they they tend to be the kind of films that takes a lot from other films, right? So we move on from that. We're not really going to talk about that per se. We move on to another issue per, um, about a lawsuit against Shamsu Yusof, right? Basically, Shamsul Yusof, um, he is sued by a novelist whose name is Ilyas Idris. Okay, he sued because apparently the film 
he made called Bosia jangan pilih jalan hitam uh, is apparently very similar to the book a novel called Aku Bosia okay and the book of course was written by Ilias Idris apparently there are 85% similarities <laughs> i just i i don't know how do you measure this kind of thing how do you measure the similarities it is is a very precise number it's not you know roughly 3 quarters ke apa ke is that 85% are you sure not 84 or not 86 85% right similarities at least that's what it says here in this news piece that we got from cinema.com.my and yeah so shamsu yusuf is the first defendant uh Yusuf Aslam is the second defendant, Datuk Yusuf Aslam, and Graham Brilliance, right? Also, uh, a co-producer of the film, along with Scope Production, is the third defendant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so film Bosia ni ditayangkan pada tahun 2009, berjaya mengutip, I think, uh, quite a lot. I think for over four, maybe three million at least. Um, it says here, according to the article, 1.2 um million uh US. Okay, so that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So now what you think, well, oh, hang on. That was six years ago. Or at least um nearly six years ago. Why is it only coming to light now? Well apparently uh Encik Elias hanya menonton film Bosia tersebut pada tahun lepas, September or October last year on television. Okay? And it was only then yang dia nama uh, dia, dia nampak ada banyak similarity uh, dalam filem tersebut yang boleh disamakan dengan novel beliau yang telah diterbitkan pada tahun 1995 how about that? Uh, ditulis di bawah nama Anne Natasha Nita I don't know how you get from apa? Uh, I don't know how you get from uh, Ilias Idris to Anne Natasha Nita but I'm sure there's a meaning behind that right? but basically uh, this is a breach of copyright and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. The defendants said that they only own the copy of the film, uh, or the book, sorry, the defendants being the filmmakers here, they only own the copy of the book on the 1st of December. Okay? Upon reading it, it was noticed that there were distinct differences between the two materials. So basically, you have one side mm-hmm. saying, hey, this is pretty much the same as my book and then the other side saying no number one we were only aware of your book recently and number two there are a lot of differences now kita banyak nampak uh, di dalam film-film Malaysia similarity alright that we can match with a lot of other films and a lot of other stories that we have come across alright but jarang kita dengar tentang lawsuit or something like this, where uh, someone who's making a film is actually being sued. Do you, do you know what I mean? Uh, at least, at least not to my recollection. It's, it's it's not impossible. It's not like it's it's never happened before. But what do you think about this? Do you think that um, this is a positive step forward? As in, uh, it's about time that some kind of action is taken against those who apparently plagiarize. Or is it a matter of um, stories being too similar anyways? And, you know, um, at the end of the day, kalau kita nak sue, nak prove yang dia curi idea orang lain, susah. What, what do you think about this? Is this a worthwhile endeavor to, to file lawsuits in Malaysia? Yeah. If um, 
um, if I have a book that I, that I, you know, that I wrote and then it's similar to a film, mm-hmm. lepas tu, tiba-tiba macam tak credit aku pun, mm-hmm. or tak notify, of course, akan, saya rasa perkara ni macam, berdua nasi kan, jangan, jangan, apa, ambil mudah lah benda ni, sebab it's a intellectual property of a person, mm-hmm. so definitely it's a, like, it's, It's your baby in a way Tutup hmm. ada orang ambil Cakap oh tu anak dia <laughs> ha, Lepas tu dapat duit banyak pula 1.2 USD Wow Jadi <laughs> Saya rasa it's a It's a It's, it's something that is right To do mm-hmm. Tapi itulah Sebab kita pun tak tahu kisah yang Sepenuhnya Kita tahu bits and pieces of it And kalau sama pun Dan saya rasa itulah Teringat saya kepada cerita Aku terima nikahnya Yang Nora Danish <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just talking about that. I I in my notes I was saying just now I talked about Ira Rahman kan. In my notes I just wrote here, okay? Um link to review of stupid films. <laughs> um they, that's literally what I wrote here, ladies and gentlemen. Um but of course they've made a lot of money, so I don't think they will care so much about what we think of their films. But all the same Uh, you suddenly became aware of that film Aku Terima Nikahnya What do you think um, about Have you seen that film by the way? No But I watched the trailer okay. So it's, it's It's You know how you can tell The storyline of a film By its trailer Alright Oh <laughs> yeah Yeah Okay well, um, In the case of Bosia Have you seen the film Bosia? No, <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. Um, no, no need yeah. to apologize. Yeah. Believe it or not, no. uh, it's a film I selected <laughs> as a part of my PhD research. Um, oh. Yeah, because I'm doing research based on gender and sexuality in contemporary Malaysian cinema, which, as a general topic, I find to be very interesting. But you know, some of these films I selected based on their popularity. Uh, based on the year as well because there weren't that many films in 2009 that I selected so as a way of balancing the the, the balance uh, so to speak bila saya pilih film ni and then I sat down to watch it oh stuff it was him <laughs> menyesal gila <laughs> sebenarnya sebenarnya film ni menarik kalau kita nak mengkaji dari segi akademik right uh, at least personally for me because to look at the perspective number one it, it portrays something um that we we have seen quite a lot of but um at the same time the female characters and and the male characters even uh they remain important uh reminders of certain representations in society di mana cerita dia mengenai seorang lelaki uh yang the main character is uh, Shamsul Yusof mm-hmm. and He's basically a mechanic by day and then a, a kind of racer by night. Tapi it's not really a racing kind of film. And he doesn't really seem to be a racing kind of person juga. So he just does it as as a part of the activity that he and his friends do. Macam dia orang lepak, lepas tu dia orang berlumba, lepas tu dia lepak lagi. There's a lot of lepaking that goes on in the film, which is somewhat questionable. But nevertheless, the point is, um, it's a very interesting representation of of different kind of challenging uh, characters and challenging as in sebab jarang kita nampak filem yang berjudul Bosia you know it's um, back in the 90s there was this film uh, Perempuan Isteri Dan 
Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. Right? And that's my point. Once upon a time, there, there was a point in time in society where kita, oh shit, tak boleh perkataan jalang tu tak boleh masukkan dekat dalam uh, judul filem tu dot 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 kan you know what I mean tapi yeah. sekarang dah bosia keluar lepas tu jalan which also came out in 2009 I don't know what's about 2009 with with all this um, very harsh words uh, it's just you know because essentially you're saying horror you know imagine making a film lepas tu tajuk dia horror that's that's uh, that's a title so um so I, it's interesting it's challenging to, to, to consider and then to, to be honest it's also challenging to watch uh, in, in a lot of parts but nevertheless um, this was uh, a film that I thought was interesting to analyze from a more academic perspective lah. so uh, to think of how this film might be plagiarizing another source bagi saya itu menarik kerana topik dia dan juga judul dia dan dan segala-galanya berkaitan dengan filem ini sebenarnya ianya tidak begitu positif dalam uh, apa yang dipamerkan di di layar perak lah um, tapi apa yang dipamerkan itu sesuatu yang negatif tapi ditunjukkan dengan cara yang both positif and negative so that's that's something to consider in a more critical way I'm I'm not recommending you to watch the film. Kalau I tengok, it's up to you. Okay, um, okay, sir. But I, I will tell you, I will promise you now, there are no uh, scenes in sauna, mana-mana lah. Um, <laughs> you, will not, you will not see Shamsul Yusof um, without his clothes. Uh, tanpa su- apa? Tanpa su- apa? Seurat benang. Apa? There are lots of benangs here. A bit less than a bit less than usual, but there's still enough to cover a lot of stuff. So, so we move on from that to another issue, right? And there's a slight link here because uh, bapa dia, bapa Shamsul Yusof ni, Datuk Yusof Aslam, right? And to link it, to segue into the next bit of news, Jackie Chan became a Datuk. <laughs> Datuk Jackie Chan. How about that? How about that? Datuk Jackie Chan. Eh? Right. He was given uh, a datuk ship, uh, which is a system similar to the knighthood. Bagi mereka yang mungkin tidak begitu fasih, ha? dengan um, what the datuk thing and whatnot is. As a uh, by itself, there, there are some pros and cons to that. But yep. nevertheless, a lot of people are not happy about this. Right? Why? 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 Because uh, they think he does not deserve it. He's not Malaysian or something And one of those people, uh, Encik Aflin Shauki, okay, he posted on his Facebook page. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love Jackie Chan too. But Datuk Ship means jack shit to him. Apalah sangat Datuk Ship on the international stage. For Malaysian, we know it's a great honor to be bestowed, not bought a Datuk Ship. It would mean a lot again if these Datuk Ships were conferred on Malaysians who actually made the country proud for their contributions to the country. Give a datuk ship to the people who risk their lives for others during the banjir lah. Make these datuk ships mean something again. Just my two cents. Full stop, okay? So that's, uh, as he said, uh, itu adalah dua sen beliau. Um, <laughs> although saya rasa beliau ada lebih banyak daripada dua sen, I think. And... I think there are two points here. Number one is the meaning of datukship within a more local context. All right, um, he mentioned about how uh, it can possibly be bought as well by some people. And number two, 
what it kind of mean on the international stage and bagi dia it doesn't really mean anything number one to people outside of Malaysia and number two to probably probably to Jackie Chan himself now it's a big issue that that has occurred there are people who come out and support this and others who are against it what do you think Ezra? Ah, uh, interesting <laughs> I've been thinking about it too because it's all over Facebook and and he's wearing songko and smiling and getting the kinship. I mean, hmm, it's always I don't completely agree with um him getting the datuk si, but I think like it's okay if he accept it, like he received it. Number one, because. Because these are the um, I'm about to say the reasons why I um I why I feel like it's it's not well where I support Afin Shalki to an extent because mm-hmm. like what from from daripada apa yang saya faham bila datuk seseorang itu diberi pangkat datuk uh, apa yang dia kena buat ialah pertama dia kena tak setia kepada raja ataupun sultan basically mm-hmm. raja sultan sama uh, yang bagi dia datuk tu bagi dia datuk sheet tu Mm-hmm. Dan kedua ialah dia kena jadi diri dia Dan jangan buat masalah atau maksiat Dia kena macam tu lah So dua benda ni lah mm. Dia tak dapat elang Or dia tak dapat apa pun semuanya um, Waktu dia dapat tu Jadilah macam Waktu dia dapat tu Jadilah sebuah berita mm. Bila mana mungkin um, Saya tak pasti Media antarabangsa Mengambil mengambil macam Ataupun memberi perhatian kepada Jackie Chan Tapi mungkin sebagai personal, Like personally of course lah Jackie Chan akan rasa bangga Malaysia hmm. Atau Malaysia nak bagi Datuk kat dia and, Dan saya rasa tu hak Hak macam ni Hak kerajaan yang nak bagi tu lah And I'm sure dia ada Sebab-sebab dia Tersendiri and I think I'm I'm also being politically correct Because I I'm not Really against it or agree with it hmm. I'm like kind of neutral and tapi betul ada adalah betul juga apa yang Afrin Shalki cakap because what what is what Datuk means I mean quote unquote the is the the Datuk ship means outside Malaysia hmm. mana tahu dekat international screening oh no macam the award goes to dia nak sebut ke Datuk Jackie Chan <laughs> Well, that would be great if they, if they actually do that. Okay. The word of this best actor goes to Datuk Syarukan. Khan. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's perhaps it's a, it's a, mungkin satu, saya rasa macam seronok lah kot. Dia orang, uh, orang, or, pihak-pihak yang boleh bagi gelaran ke orang ni. So, right. rasa macam ada power, perhaps. Alright, okay. Oh, I'm not sure. I, I do agree with you to to a large extent. But, Um, I I just this whole thing is so strange for me. It's so strange in the sense that I I why you know? <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the thing: right at the end of this article, which again we are sourcing from cinema.com.my, right at the end of this article, Jackie Chan's latest film is Dragon Blade, which will arrive at Malaysian cinemas <laughs> on 19th February 2015. So. Uh, by the time this podcast will be up, I suppose the film would have come out. I can't help but feel that one way or another, this whole thing somehow is timed to help promote or market something. And you know, this is the thing. Bagi saya, um, 
the Datuk Sheikh, to be honest, it does not mean anything to me. Uh, there's a saying basically where campak batu mana-mana, you're bound to hit a Datuk, you know? Bit, or throw something lah. <laughs> Kalau bukan campak batu, it's throw something. You're bound to hit a Datuk, right? And I think that happens to be somewhat true to a certain extent. Not literally, of course, but the fact is a lot of people have it and a lot of people have it for questionable achievements at times. Right? Yeah. At least at least in my opinion. So, benda-benda macam ni, macam uh, benda yang telah menjatuhkan uh, the marwah of the Datuk Sheep, if you like. So, in local context, dah ada ramai orang yang tak kisah tentang benda ni. To go beyond that, okay, untuk berfikir lagi tentang isu ini on a more international stage, what the hell does it mean? When is it going to come up? How is it going to help the country beyond promoting it within this very specific time frame? Iaitu, sebuah filem yang akan ditayangkan pada masa ini. Alright? In Malaysia. Okay? Uh, ataupun, uh, mempromosikan lagi negara ini. Iaitu, uh, Datuk uh, Jackie Chan received a knighthood from Malaysia. Okay? And that will be the news article that will come up during this very specific time frame tapi selepas ini tidak akan ada lagi apa-apa yang akan menonjolkan lagi nama Malaysia bila orang cakap tentang Jackie Chan not so much alright because these are the kind of people and I include Shahrukh Khan in this uh, beliau juga telah menerima a, a Datuk Sheikh way back when from the Malaccan government if I'm not mistaken yeah, what kind of impact has this uh, created and this is something that, for me, and I'm not really asking you, it's, it's a question, but it's more of a rhetorical question, sebab ini bukan satu soalan yang saya <laughs> nak paksa awak jawab ke apa ke, tapi pokoknya adalah, ini menjadi sesuatu yang tidak bermakna, dan mungkin dalam proses untuk menambahkan lagi makna yang dikaitkan dengan the Datuk Sheikh proses, in my opinion, ini menjatuhkan lagi the Datuk thing. And yet, yeah. here's the thing, the question here would be yeah, let's ask you kalau awak diberikan peluang untuk menjadi a kind of dato or datin ke apa ke not not by marriage lah hopefully mungkin yeah, mungkin <laughs> mungkin Wagner Mura uh, akan akan jadi dato <laughs> awak nikah dengan dia and then it's like hey then you get that right but uh, um, that's not really the case I think I hope I hope <laughs> Wagner Mura tiba-tiba jadi dato dato Wagner Mura Datuk Oh, dia dah masuk Islam kan? Datuk Muhammad Wagner uh, bin Abdullah. <laughs> Anyways, um, would you accept something like this? No. No? Yeah. There you go. That, that, that says it all really, right? Even even for me, I, I, I'm not sure whether I would either. Right? Saya rasa bagi... Um, sekelompok orang uh, it is something that means a lot to them like maybe my family members apa semua you know and my my mom and dad so, saya yakin mereka akan macam oh okay this seems a, a good thing right but for me I don't know it does it does not mean as much to me and it does not mean as much to a lot of other people and in this case at least um, I don't know how much it means to Jackie Chan I know Jackie Chan has been a friend of Malaysia for a number of years. He has shot a number of films here. He has collaborated with a number of Malaysian actors and producers in a number of different films outside of Malaysia as well. Beliau juga telah 
um, apa? He tried to open a coffee shop right uh, some time ago. <laughs> I think where was that? Dekat pavilion ke mana? Somewhere around there. It, 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 it didn't really work, right? I think the 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 franchise went bankrupt. Ke apa. I, I can't remember. Maybe it's still there. Okay. And he was also at the. This is something people forgot. He was also at the officiating ceremony for the first or the second phase of E Village. Do you know about E Village, Ezra? No, sir. Okay, E Village. E Village is is actually a kind of studio, film studio that was created some time ago, back in I think the late 90s and early 90s around that time, and okay. they built it's like a whole studio complex tau that was built uh, in kat mana uh, tak ingat lah kat mana I can't remember but it was built it's a physical structure that was built hopefully to mirror something like Universal Studios and whatnot. Okay, so the idea is that that will be the heartbeat of the Malaysian film production industry as well as international film productions that would hopefully come to Malaysia to shoot alright so unfortunately it didn't really work because um, <laughs> a lot of mismanagement, corruption, and all this kind of stuff, lah. Right. But the point is, they had different phases of officiating and launching the actual studio itself, uh, the the E Village, you know. And Jackie Chan was the he was there. He was present at the opening ceremony, I think, or the launching ceremony um, for E Village. So he has uh, contributed in some ways, if you want to call it a contribution. He has been here, so to speak, right? Not just yeah. to shoot films, right? He has been here in in some ways. The the issue here is adalah adakah sumbangan beliau ke Malaysia dan industri perfilman Malaysia cukup untuk menyatakan bahawa yes, Jackie Chan patut digelar datuk Jackie Chan kerana sumbangan beliau kepada Malaysia ini sangat besar. So that's for me. That's the bigger issue that has to be considered as well. I will have to say no. Yeah, at least not in my opinion. Sorry, Jackie, we love you, but um, <laughs> we 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 do we love you that much? Um, uh, probably not. Probably no. Right? Probably no. But speaking of the things that we love, all right, this is new thing. The final thing we're going to be talking about today, uh, movie go go, Malaysian startup <laughs> movie go go brings Malaysians the cinema on demand platform which allows audiences to request and pick the movies they would like to see playing at their local cinemas. How about that? Right? Yeah. It's a crowdfunding based platform that has long existed in North America and it's now uh, introduced for Malaysians who probably would like to watch films that are not usually shown in cinemas. Okay, So uh, this is what the founder Alan Chong said as long as there are people requesting for the movie via our Facebook and also our website we will do our best to bring the movie to cinemas provided that we can meet the minimum amount of attendees and ticket sales for the screening to be held okay so the process is once the movie request is submitted to MovieGoGo and is approved by the cinema the campaign will begin on MovieGoGo's crowdfunding web platform with its ticket sales okay um if the minimum amount of attendees for the screening is met, then the movie will be shown. If not, if the if the minimum is not met, then the screening will be called off and no one will be charged. Okay? So, in conjunction with the launch, the first movie, Movie Go Go, will bring to the cinema is the late Yasmin Ahmad Sepet, 
on the 13th of March in uh, kat mana? Uh, Cathay Cineplex Damansara right so how about that as the movie celebrates its 10th anniversary the cast of the film will be in attendance during the screening for a meet and greet session and for a, spe- a special panel discussion led by filmmaker and Yasmin Ahmad's close friend Hassan Mutalib tell you what I would love to be there I would love to be there okay so anyways the point here is um, yeah. now there's a way for you to watch certain kind of films Ezra what do you think yes oh, I love this this notion and this movement of um, because I always believe in the experience that a person have with um with being in a cinema and watch um, in the cinema first hand rather than tengok dekat DVD or dekat TV or dekat iPad sekarang ada Netflix or not because it's 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 a different kind of um, realization and absorption and escapism and lain lah kalau kalau boleh duduk dekat dalam panggung and dengar have the 360 surrounding sound with the compact tu macam like tengok kat TV memanglah boleh lah kalau kita nak um, macam tengok je lah cerita tu lagi saya tapi I always I always um, look forward for those kind of nostalgia or you know being able to watch it and interesting enough kalau macam filem-filem yang uh, tak 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 jumpa kat DVD filem-filem macam <laughs> yang t- kita tak sempat klik dekat I know I know I know which film you're gonna say I know you which film you're gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yeah siapa filem mana filem mana <laughs> yeah um, tak sempat tengok um, relationship status and it's a it's a sad thing because after that like um, I remember that time lepas film tu keluar and macam tak tahu lah mungkin tak dia tak keluar kat banyak panggung juga and tak macam ni sikit je wajib tayang habis wajib tayang terus dah tak tahu kat mana kan hmm. and um, and I remember lepas tu ialah waktu tu uh, saya dekat UITM lagi and kita ada uh, festival filem pelajar yang kita host hmm. lepas tu the director was there and he's talking about other stuff and dia tu dia sebut oh when we did relationship status and then balik je tu terus saya cari dia punya trailer kat internet terus hmm. cari best juga alahai dah tak ada <laughs> sedih hmm. so this will be a very something that something that I can something is good tapi ada ada dia kena develop lagi lah the efficiency of 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 how this one macam nak execute benda ni yeah I totally agree with you for my part uh, with certainly with regards to the more independent films the mainstream films uh, they have a very efficient production uh, sorry they have a very efficient uh, DVD distribution ataupun post theatrical um, experience strategy if you like You know what I mean? Yeah. Macam yeah, 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 Kalau yeah. dah habis kat pengawayang Okay, then you can see Astro first Dah habis Astro first And it will come yeah. out on DVD DVD pun sekarang dah ada dua jenis Right? There's there's one where You pay the 20 ringgit version And then it's You, you have all the other extras with it And then there's a cheaper one The 10 I think the 10 or 12 ringgit version um, mm. It's still legal But It's just the DVD uh, Sorry, it's yeah. just the film Tak ada All these other extras with it So itu pun mungkin Satu cara di mana Kita boleh Bantras Betul tak? 
um, um, cuba lawan dengan piracy lah. So the point here is a range of options available for you. Right? Yeah. Tapi benda-benda filem-filem macam good lord, sial punya producer, right? Um, <laughs> Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, I just Oh god, I want to watch it so much. Tapi, I, unfortunately, when it came out in the cinema, tak sempat. And until now, as far as I know, mungkin saya silap faham, mungkin uh, ada para pendengar yang boleh maklumkan kepada saya mungkin DVD itu dah keluar ke apa ke. Tapi sampai sekarang, saya, I don't know where to watch the film. Right? Relationship status. I totally agree with you. Uh, the producer as well. Um, we we interviewed him, Bahir Yusof, uh, for, for the website um, let me write this down so that uh, yes. I remember Please. to include the apa? <laughs> the link in the show notes um, Bahi Yusof was interviewed and we, we talked a bit about the uh, post uh, theatrical ni. and kononnya memang they plan to do the DVD but it's just not available so I oh, sampai sekarang macam I, I feel like I should drop him a Facebook message and I, and, and I say but hey where's the DVD man the point is <laughs> susah nak ni Take Me to Dinner by Gavin Yap okay yeah. uh, Chua and yeah. uh, the Joshua oh, Tapes so and 5.13 by Arvin Abraham Scully by Arvin Abraham uh, and relationship status of course as you mentioned earlier so many films Good films and and going beyond that, film macam pencil. Yeah, the, are, are you aware of this film called Pencil? Yes, yes, yes. Right? Oh my god! I, I, I heard so many good things about the film. Um, but it's just after the cinema, macam oh tak ada, tak ada. All right. So, um, how do you look for these films? How do you find these films? I I don't know, right? But I do think Movie Go Go, um, mungkin bakal menjadi sebahagian daripada jawapan yang kita cari alright di mana uh, apa yang kita nak ni sebenarnya boleh and more to the point kita boleh tengok kat panggung wayang the unfortunate thing is <laughs> the unfortunate thing is the films I just mentioned just now memang masa ditayangkan kat panggung wayang pun uh, tak ramai orang pergi tengok so <laughs> I don't know if, I, if you put it out out there kan macam uh, relationship status anyone so it's just like seven people who like the your comment on on the movie go go facebook website and whatnot so it's done. so it, it might not actually be uh, the case but yeah uh, dan tak filem-filem yang orang nak tengok tu semua macam pacific rim apa semua kan you know so i don't know i don't know, I don't know. some something to consider all right at least here we have a chance to to know more about how we can do something okay so hopefully this can be something that will develop further, right? So, the very best of good luck, we wish, uh, to uh, Mr. Alan Chong. Okay? Yeah, uh, if I may add, um, yeah, if I may add, if I may add, the place where I live, there's a lot of independent cinema, mm-hmm. which, which I think very, like, very fascinating, mashallah. So, but, um, it's, it's, I live, uh, like, it's like 20 minute cycle from the way I live. It's like independent cinema yang tayang, uh, film-film mainstream, dan juga film-film independent. And setiap tayang, is semua orang macam, it's like a community cinema, but kalau independent filmmakers nak datang screen, like private screening, sebelum ni kalau macam, 
dekat Malaysia tak sure ada ke tak tapi kalau macam if we're in kalau contohnya kalau dekat dalam UITM kita ada macam screening untuk academic screening but this is like a working cinema independent cinema yang <laughs> it's a working cinema <laughs> like uh. seriously like <laughs> if, if we if we I'm not saying that macam ada cinema contohnya yang uh, okay tak tahu I'm, I'm not saying that satu-satu panggung yang macam panggung besar 200 capacity kan tapi yang ada seorang dua yang ni ya Allah kalau tengok macam seat tak banyak pun dalam 50 75 tapi penuh oh. despite being penuh saya so, macam how how and I yeah I, I was overwhelmed when I visit that place and semua filem-filem dia dia ada filem-filem uh, mostly uh, independent tapi ada juga filem yang mainstream punya yang tayangkan kat situ and tiket harga lebih kurang sama jadi kalau ada satu filem independent yang saya memang betul-betul nak tengok alhamdulillah saya pergi tapi kalau macam filem yang uh, sebab sebagai BAFTA student dia ada bagi 10% discount untuk harga tiket so and hmm. semua masterclass ataupun semua seminar yang BAFTA uh, Uh, membership uh, organized pun buat kat situ so it's like a, despite being small intimate 70 orang je satu hall tapi penuh rather than having this you know huge cinema tapi macam sekali screen macam dua orang tiga orang hmm. <laughs> sedih ok alright well that is something to consider something to yep. consider perhaps we need more independent cinemas to come back ok I think federal Cinema, if I'm not mistaken, was... Oh, God, I forgot now. Um, an old cinema restarted again lah in, in KL recently. So, that's, these are the kind of sites that we might want to have a look at, alright? Um, but yes, I think um, that's about it, alright? Um, I do have to thank, we have to credit a lot of this news to... Cinema.com.my Ezra Yes, thank um, you Cinema.com.my Yeah it's, it's not like we're getting money from them Although I think we, we should try to We should try to get some money from them <laughs> But the point here is You did not know about this website before No, I didn't I know um, I know I I am aware of the When you mentioned Cinema.com.my I was like Oh, ni cinema yang tengok Waktu panggung wayang kat mana <laughs> I, I was like Ada apa kat sini? Baik, dia bagi tahu selalu, oh, selalu macam nak refer ke KLCC punya timing waktu kat Malaysia. Hmm. Uh, ada berapa senang nak bahas daripada UITM ke KLCC and what not. Hmm. And kat sini, wow, dia ada berita juga rupanya. Yeah. So, thank you sir for introducing this awesome website. Although macam simple-simple je, tapi it's, a, it's very, okay lah, informative. Yeah, and uh, the, the the news site, uh, the news site, well, like, the news section of this site sebenarnya sangat uh, sangat bagus. And when I say bagus, they they have a lot. Uh, and this is unfortunate somehow. Tapi they focus a lot to the international news, which is fine, I guess. That's normal-ish. But the fact is, they have out of ten news items, maybe two or three. Okay, are Malaysian. And when I say maybe two or three are Malaysian, what I mean is they're about Malaysian films, they're about mm-hmm. Malaysian filmmakers, and the focus is more on these people and what they said. Not so much, okay, not so much on um, 
Ya, yeah, the celebrity news. Um, benar-benar macam, I think Roti Kaya does a lot of that. Which, you know, that's the target audience. That's what I want to do. That's fine. But yeah. for me, and I think probably for you as well, kadang-kadang saya nak cari uh, tempat yang boleh menyampaikan berita mengenai filem sebagai berita. And yeah. berita tentang filem tu bukan siapa, not who's, you know, banging who, but who who's doing what in terms of film yang akan datang and, and mm-hmm. apa yang berlaku and what not. This is the kind of stuff that I'm interested in. And unfortunately, I have to say that the news source for a lot of this kind of stuff is sebenarnya quite lacking. So, yeah. so this, I, I use cinema online a lot lah. So, um, something for you to consider. Alright. Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, alright. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, tuan-tuan dan sekalian, terima kasih. Kerana telah meluangkan masa dengan kami pada hujung minggu ini Saya harap anda semua telah berasa macam otak itu lebih berkembang sedikit Setelah saya dan Ezah telah habis membahaskan beberapa isu yang berkaitan dengan uh, filem di Malaysia Ezah, ada apa-apa yang awak ingin tambah sebelum kita shut down for tonight? Oh, pertama sekali Pertama apa dah Dan uh, yang utamanya saya ingin berterima kasihlah kepada Cik Fikri kerana sudi um, memberi ruang dan peluang. Sebenarnya sebab saya rasa um, selepas berada jauh uh, dari Malaysia, sungguh kerinduan terhadap uh, sinema Malaysia dan uh, macam mana? <laughs> dia kurang kat sini. So, bila dia, dia tak banyak, jadi jadi rindu lah, Masya Allah. Dan hmm. uh, kita, saya dapat belajar banyak bila bila berjauhan daripada kawan-kawan yang memang selalu buat film sekali. Dan uh, terima kasih juga kepada para pendengar yang sudi uh, mendengar teruskanlah menyokong Park Sun Film. <laughs> Thank you very yes, much. Definitely. Well, we've been plugging other people um, <laughs> without being paid. And I thank you for plugging us without being paid Yay. either. Without being paid. Although maybe next time you come back there, I'll, I'll buy you some tetari and tanduri and whatnot. So, <laughs> yeah, anyways, yeah, all right. All right. Okay. Tonton apa sekalian? Um, thank you very much. Ezah, thank you very much. Yes. Assalam. Yeah, assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Yes, assalamualaikum everyone. Take care.